All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. I am your host, as you can recognize my voice, but tonight is a special night. It's the guys that I talk about on the podcast all the time. It's three partners. I've got all three of them online. I've had to set this meeting up from, geez, with their busy schedules. It's been a long time coming. Um, but you guys hear about hear me talk about partnerships and them being amazing partners and us dividing and conquering some of the tales. But tonight we actually have them. And the, and, the, and the genesis for me wanting to have them on the podcast was this, is that we have a text thread going on with us and we're talking about cases or wins or who did this. And it's just dialogue with us. And, and these guys are exceptional clinically. Like they are just masters in their, and, and, um, and they all kind of have a genre in which they feel like they really kind of excel in, but just listening to them and watching them collaborate and talk about big cases and y'all, and I say big cases, I mean, six digit cases, hundred thousand dollar cases, and just kind of talking about what it takes to do these things. And I said, man, I really want to take as much as Bulletproof is not a clinical podcast, right? It was started based on the business and the marketing of dentistry, because I felt like that was such a black hole in the space, especially podcasting at the time in 2016. But it was just, I really felt incumbent upon myself. I was like, I got to schedule this because everyone needs to see what these guys are doing. So tonight we have Dr. Shivin Gandhi. If you're watching this on YouTube, Gandhi, raise your hand. Hamilton, you can't raise your hand when uh, Gandhi. <laughs> Dr. Andrew up, Hamilton, guys? and then Dr. Andrew Curry. Um, and Curry, have you been, I could have sworn, maybe you have been on the podcast before there's been 200 episodes. So maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe you were there with someone I don't else. Know if maybe, I've, yeah. Maybe I, I, I dreamt that in briefly, or we I've prepped with you and cause I knew some guests who were coming on a little maybe bit. That maybe that was it. Yes. Actually, you did introduce me to, uh, to one that you had had. So Curry has been my partner since, uh, partner two times now. The, it's a longer story there, but uh, we won't we won't unpack that one there. Maybe I have in a previous pod, but Curry, you signed on with Atlanta Dental Spa. What year? I joined Atlanta Dental Spa in June of 2012, and we partnered for the first time in 2014. Right, and then <laughs> re repartnered again in 2016, 17. 16? Okay, yeah. The story there was basically day. it was it there was a there was a partnership breakup between me and a founding partner that I had, and Curry was joining on as the third, and that dissolved, and so he had an out clause, exercised it, and then once I was 100% owner, we went back to the the the, the table as him being partner, and then Dr. Hamilton um, Hamilton introduced you you ran the GPR for uh mcg or whatever we call it now what's what's the dental school even called now it changes names every six yeah. months um but tell us about tell us about your your background a little bit and um and you know you have a, a big following everyone everywhere i go people are like yeah you know hamilton i know hamilton so it feels like you've trained like most of the gpr crop across the nation so tell tell a little bit about yourself yeah, I've been affiliated with the GPR at MCG for a number of years. I actually uh, participated in the program when I first graduated back in 2000 and then reconnected uh, with the program back in 07 and mm -hmm. actually became co-director and the director of the GPR AHD branch program that they have down there and have gotten to meet a number of people, a number of amazing dentists, a number of amazing students, including to the people that are present here now, Dr. Curry. And yeah, Dr. I was going to say, Curry, isn't that, that how you introduced? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. We met in 2010 when I, I did the program from 2010 to 2012. And that was kind of right around the time that Hamilton was, was starting to do more of his part-time attending. And he, he kind of graduated into 
the leadership role there shortly after I left. Uh, but yeah, that's absolutely how I know Hamilton and, and Gandhi, actually. Gandhi followed shortly after I did, so I got to see him a little bit in the beginning, but then as I was coming back doing part-time, uh, like Hamilton used to do, but at that point, Hamilton was full-time there, so the, the two of us were, were you know, always keep an eye out for the, the next best thing coming up in the next crop. And, and uh, Gandhi You know what I call him, Curry, on the pod, and everyone knows it now. We, we all right. use it, people at Summit Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds, indeed. We look for thoroughbreds, right? And, and yeah. I always say I have an eye for good thoroughbreds, and and uh, and you were the first thoroughbred for sure coming through. And I was like, this guy is a partner material, right? And then, and then, and then, obviously Hamilton, and then shortly thereafter, Dr. Gandhi. And you guys listening may have heard all of their names because Curry, you run a, you run a lot of lectures, and I know you lecture for implant companies and BioHorizons, right? And done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gandhi, you, you've done a lot of stuff with Botox and I mean, I've actually, didn't you do a composite kind of continuum? Uh, mostly no, I, no, I did not. No. Okay. Well, but, well photography. you should, you, you, you should. Photography. No, I did a photography. Photography. Yeah, so okay. A lot of photography mm-hmm. training, um, Botox and just. And Hammy, you did a lot of the, the maxi stuff, right? Yes. Yes. I was one it, of the, the it, key it, lectures. Am maxi. I saying that right? Or did I just like the maxi course? course. Like, no, you're good. Yeah. Maxi. No. See? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, so, and, and Gandhi, you're heavily involved in the Hinman and such, which, um, which uh, you, Craig and I are, are going to speak at. Uh, I think that was thanks to your invitation um, coming here yeah. in the spring. Yeah, that'll be you, fun. You've got a pod, a pod area, huh? You guys are getting getting with the times. <laughs> so there's gonna be, yeah, there's gonna be a, a podcast lounge on the the Hinman floor this year. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have a bunch of different uh, dental podcasters, and we're excited to have you guys there. Is it gonna be yeah. bottles and models? Uh, you're just gonna have to wait. <laughs> wait oh, the wrong, nice. wrong kind of bottles, just like tooth bottles. I know. Tooth bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth rinse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So yes, I'm glad you guys, thank you. Number one for, for taking time out of your evenings and, and, uh, and talking more shop. I know you've been talking shop all day, but it's a different type of shop because it's a lot of like just growth minded dentists. Um, you know, as you all know, we've been doing this for a long time. We've got a mastermind, the summits, which both actually all three of y'all have been to the one in, uh, I can't remember where California, kind of, I know Houston. Um, yeah. So, Going back to the kind of the, the, like I said, the, 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 the reason for doing this, this podcast and me saying, I really would like to get you guys on because I think there's no better, no better way to collaborate um, or listen, I should say, to the collaboration that goes on behind the scenes. Um, so many times Craig and I will have conversation like, shit, we should have recorded that. That would have been a great podcast, you know? And so that was kind of the same like light bulb moment for me. I was like, I don't, I don't really want to get these guys on. Because here's the thing of what I've seen and just talking to dentists and, and obviously, you know, being highly clinical for 17 years is that, you know, dentists don't like the word. No, none of, no one likes the word. No, but sometimes we see and the average dentist will do the crown of the month or the crown of the year, wherever it's called. Right. Because we don't want to hear no, we know that's kind of the layup. So it takes a different level of dentist to be able to a have the skill to be able to provide comprehensive care. And, but then B, I always say the bigger one is almost being able to communicate that and distill it down so that the patient wants it needs, it has to have it. Right. So I want, I said, and I was talking to, to Dr. Gandhi today about this is that big cases in my opinion, and I want you guys to chime in wherever you want, but we're going to kind of go through an outline of from the start of someone thinking they need treatment to all the way down 
seeing you guys entering the office, seeing you guys and doing bigger complex cases where there's, you know, implants and veneers and crowns and BDO changes and all sorts of things where there's, it's a multidisciplinary case. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, so I think it starts online and, and that's the reason that Curry in the beginning, I, I always was like pushing on you and now you're just like literally uh, awesome on camera. But if you can remember back in the days when it was like 2014, you're having to do videos. You're like, dude, really? Why does this guy keep telling me to do videos? Is because I think the process starts there with your experience offline. I'm sorry, with your experience online before you get to be offline, right? So you, we, we start with education. You know, I always say it's the act of reciprocation or the law of reciprocation where you're providing so much value offline before you've ever met that person that you're almost pre-vetting them to come in. So it's like they can just tell the office looks amazing. The website looks amazing. The experience offline was amazing. So you're almost getting them ready that this is going to be a different level and different care of experience and potentially a, a different price tag than what you may have gotten from the dentist down the street who says, hey, let's watch that in perpetuity. Right. So I think it starts offline. I think then Gandhi gets into kind of your world where it's like, you know, then you're getting the records collection and the photos that you have and the way you present it, um, you know, doing the diagnosis, then doing the presentation then using tech to help you. Um, and at the very end, I want you guys to give us uh, even some CE that helped you get to where you are, because we get that question a lot, Craig and I do. Of what are the best CEs out there that, that and you guys are way on more on the pulse of than I am. Um, from a clinical aspect. So does anyone want to chime in or, or add anything to what I've just said? I, I think you're spot on on that. The um, Having a, a big online presence as far as a number of videos, I'm, I'm very appreciative that you forced me out of my comfort zone way back in the day. And I, it's still my least favorite place to be, but I understand the value of it. You know, like I don't, I don't like being in front of a camera, but um, I absolutely have seen dividends on dividends on dividends on every single video I've ever made most of which are kind of off the cuff, me just talking like I'm in a, in a consult. And that's really what I found to be the most effective for people is don't treat it like an infomercial, treat it like a consult where you're just talking to the camera as if it's a patient and you're just right. giving the normal explanation of why they need a fill in the blank, whether it's a bite guard or what an implant is or you know what TMD is or a root canal, whatever, doesn't matter. But like talk to them as if they're in the chair. That way when they already kind of have that patient chair side experience and they kind of know what to expect when they're sitting across from you. And when I talk to people routinely now, I'll be like, oh yeah, I watched, you know, like 19 videos about like of yours before I've ever decided to make a, an appointment. So I feel like I've already kind of had this talk, which honestly makes all of the rest of my talks that much easier because if, if they've watched me 19 times, like I said, I'm not following any kind of script. I'm just me talking. And so I don't have to ever remember what I talked about. It's just how I, I right. feel about dentistry, you know? Uh, I don't, and, and so I can just reiterate what they've already heard me say. And, you know, the, the whole thing of, you know, you got to hear something five times before you learn it or believe it or whatever it is. Same kind of thing as far as enrolling a case or being, I don't like to use the term selling a case, you know, but we all understand that there's some aspect of that. And a big part of it is this hearing over and over why this thing is good or why this other thing is not as good, or what are the questions and materials and the angles that we take on on this style of treatment and then they believe in our philosophy before i even have to talk them through it because they've watched me talk about it right. times, and so it just and makes my life easier the thing that jumped out and i want you guys to uh gandhi and Hamilton, i want you to jump in the thing that you when i was listening to you is that so many dentists curry i love the advice you just gave is that is that sometimes perfection of doing the, is the enemy of like executing right and if like oh that wasn't perfect i'm not going to do it and it allows people to say like i'm not going to do it because i can't do perfect videos 
I think the biggest and best conversions come from just raw authenticity, which you represent. And if you can have the hums and the ahs and the, ah, I didn't really mean what I said. Let me try that another way. And almost like be real with someone there. The other thing that I, I was thinking about when you said that is how much time do you think you have saved from a clinical yeah, I mean, aspect, a clinical measure, consultation really. aspect, because someone says, I already know X, Y, and Z, because you recorded it one time and then you got to scale that in per- forever, right? You probably have saved you got to get right to the nuts and bolts of it because you didn't have to go from A to A to Z. You got to jump in at L and then go to Z. A huge thing is if you can get your team to use like an iPad or a video, like a screen of you where they can pull it up while you're not in the room. So I'm, you know, a big part of what makes us special or one of the things that we're, we're really proud of as Atlanta Dental Spa is that kind of white glove service. You know, we, we, we do more doctor face-to-face time. You're likely literally going to be rolled out to your car by the doctor in the wheelchair after your extraction or whatever, you know, like we're after we're your there. sedation, not, not with every right. extraction. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. If we, sedate you, we, we basically get you to, to the, your car door, you know, making sure that you're under our care the whole time. But like, you know, part of our whole thing is that the amount of time that you get one-on-one with us. And so I would every day have the same post-op pep talk kind of before, um, b- before a procedure. And then, once we got a video of me doing it, I can just have the team show a video of me. Once I'm done, I can show up in the room and be like, did you have any questions about any of the post-op instructions that I just gave you? You know, where like I, I can save 10 minutes of my life every day that's um, awesome. in perpetuity, you know, and, yep. like, yeah. that's, and honestly, it's great in the sense of like, if I'm five minutes behind because I'm doing another thing over here, the team can kill that five to 10 minutes in a very productive way that the patient doesn't feel like they're stalling. There's like more face time with me just having the same post-op talk I've always had, because it's the same thing, no matter what surgery we're doing, it's all just principles of inflammation and stuff that we're working against, you know, pain control. Totally. And it almost gets, it almost gets frustrating too. Sometimes when not frustrating, but you're like, man, I get this. When you get the same question over and over again, you're like, man, this is like groundhog day sometimes. Right. And, and that's a way to circumvent it and make it, it, like I said, the groundhog day moment is like, that's as soon as you have that feeling, like start making a list of videos, start like, making a list. Like, yeah. The groundhog day feeling is that's your video list. Hamilton right. Gandhi, anything right. on that? I yeah, mean, the absolutely. key with, with the whole, go ahead, go ahead. Gandhi. No. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, you know, and, and I can't, I can't begin to state how important all this stuff and echoing what, what, what Dr. Curry was saying, you know, the education part of this is so key and so instrumental and it's the most important part of actually getting these people to understand why they need to do what they're doing. If you go ahead and get those videos out over half of the questions that they're going to be Mm -hmm. asking, you are going to be answered right off the bat. And so you can really get into the meat and the details of what you're going to be doing, whether, you know, whether it's an implant case procedure or whether it's a cosmetic case procedure, the patients will already be prepped and ready to go with some really, really good questions that is ultimately going to lead to them understanding what's going to be in their best interest as far as moving forward goes. And they feel like, I mean, do you ever hear people feeling saying like, I feel like I know you, Dr. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gandhi, oh, yeah. Like, you know, Gandhi, yeah. you- it's, it's, it's crazy. One of the, the biggest, the coolest things is when patients come in and they say, Oh, I saw you in that video. And uh, you know, I, and so that's why I'm here. And so they they when they you ask you about your hair product, right? They ask you, like, yeah. Gandhi's Gandhi's had the, the best hair since day one. I don't think I've ever seen a hair out of place. Um, yeah, brazier, man. I'm wondering, are um, you? Am I what? The racing? The race? You say the racer curry? 
Razor. No, DJ Embrasure. Oh, DJ Embrasure. <laughs> when we were doing an office party, I asked for DJ Embrasure to be our, our music host. Gandhi has some DJ <laughs> skills. Perfect Embrasure. Uh, so, you know, it's it's always nice when people come in and they're they like, oh, I, you know, they are, there's a sense of familiarity familiarity with that. But, you know, the, the, the sweetest thing that any of us can do, and I feel like in the beginning, whenever I first joined a land down spa, I spent a lot more time in my consult, but mm -hmm. I don't spend as much time as I used to. And mm. it's, it's, I think it's partly because number one, you have to listen to what people are telling you. Let me put a what, pin what in that for want? a second. Would you say there's been an inverse relationship? You know where I'm going with this? that sometimes there's an inverse relationship with almost sometimes how much time you spend versus how much is enrolled. I'm not saying it should be a race to the bottom where you like, but, but sometimes spending an hour in a consultation is only going to Craig, and I'm going to say it here, unsell the treatment. Mm -hmm. So we're not, we're not afraid to say the word sell here on, in a uh, proof land. Well, um, I know some dentists have a, a, a visceral response and I've battled that since day one, but who gives a shit? You know, it is, it is what it is. Well, Everything is sales. Ourselves too, you right. Know, like we're, we, we you're selling to the benefit to them. Cause you know, you right. see sure. the other side, yeah. literally you can see that person and say, I can see you done and complete and happy and healthy. Like <clears> I need <throat> to sell this to you because it's to your benefit. Right. And but it's not selling. It's, it's educating. I get it. Too. Right. Sure. I mean, no matter what it's education equals selling, but it's a service industry. When they come to us, they're looking for a service and they're shopping around between offices we have to make ourselves desirable for whatever reason. And we have to show what value we're offering and that. Well, for the reason, because there's other dentists, they could go you to go oh, to, yeah, right. Right. It's, I mean, got a ton of dentists, right. Sure. So yeah. it's, it, it's, what is the unique selling proposition? Is it patient comfort? Is it the fact that, you know, they're sitting, so it's all those things. And when you find your superpower, you double and triple down. And that's what I feel like we have done, you know, from a, you know, I kind of managed some of that, that the cue being from the off offline online perspective in order to get butts in the chair for you guys to then kind of pass the baton and then, and then rock and roll, but it's set up for um, kind of getting into what we're talking about. So let's kind of walk through the life cycle. So now we've, well, and we're going to talk about, second, Pete? Yeah. can I add one thing? Cause you'd Please. ask the, um, Please. about the inverse time relationship during consult mm -hmm. from a personal anecdotal perspective i felt like i would spend forever as a young dentist i mean I've, I've been practicing now for 12 years i guess and in my first handful of years i would have to kind of i felt like i had to prove to the patient that i knew what i was talking about um, and certainly i was trying to do higher like level an overcompensation like i'm younger so listen to me and yeah and every now and again patients just straight out say that to you you know yeah. like you look like a baby i don't know if you're able to do this and it's like i get that and like if you if if you if you are willing to let me put you at ease by showing you that I know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about, I will educate your face off until you say yes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that stuck around for longer than it should have. Hmm. And it took me a while to, to basically have confidence <laughs> in myself that I was able to do the things that I was advertising that I could do. And then it allowed me to just, I just had more confidence about being able to offer what I said I could. And then I just didn't have to talk so much, you know? Well, like, and that's a swagger. Yeah, I, I think, would you agree that that's a swagger that comes like 80% of what is sure. said is nonverbal. And I think you come in with a lot more confidence, right? Because you just have it. You've had more at-bats, you've had more successes. And so you walk in, you're like, Hey, Miss Jones, here's the thing. I've done this a thousand times. This is what you need. And people really want to be told what to do, what, what is best yeah. recommended because no one right. has the, the optics that you have. I mean, they sure, sure. as hell don't. 
right? And so people really are just looking for guidance for them to become the hero in their story of life and you to become the God. And I'm not to put in some marketing stuff, but that is truly where our place is, is, is let me show you this and, and let me kind of tell you how to be a hero, so to speak. Um, so I wanted to go, were you done with that, Curry? I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, okay. just the fact that I think I traded <clears throat> time for confidence after a while. And I, I think if you've done it for a while, you can probably dial back how much you're talking and see if they, if they need, if the patient needs more info, they'll prompt you. You know what I mean? Like, can you, mm-hmm. can you go on a little more? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe like, yeah, you need this. We can do that. We got you covered. No, they know what to do and they know they can handle it. All right. New for 2021. We want to invite everyone listening to join us on our private network. It's free to join, join the conversation at Bulletproof dot dental you can even download it in the app store just look for the mighty network app and you can download it there but just point your browser to bulletproof dot dental and join and sign up and start collaborating on um, some of the ideas we discuss on the podcast Um, there's content there to download and um, it's all designed to help grow and stimulate us together hope everyone has a great day As you guys are masters in enrolling treatment and right in masters in communication and masters in dentistry, you've learned that like, not everyone is the same personality. You pick up on cues that like Mrs. Jones is going to need more explanation, but the, but the engineer from Microsoft that just came in is going to need different levels of communication. And it may be toned, maybe more direct, more technical versus like Miss Jones is well, all she wants to hear is that you're going to take care of her and it's going to right. look great. That's all she wants you got, us to hear, right? You've got to, you've got to be so able to read that's where I think, go, go ahead, go ahead. Amy. You've got to be able to read each, each individual. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has a different level of education. Everybody has a different level of knowledge as far as how much research they've done. How much have they looked at the mm-hmm. website? You've got to be able to go and engage them. And a lot of it, I mean, you rely on your team a lot for that as well. I mean, you're supposed to be kind of mm-hmm. getting the initial gauge from them totally. from the get-go and then getting that information from them and then playing off of that. That's it. I mean, that's the first part of the whole, the whole, the whole process of actually communicating with your patients. Anyway, you've got to talk, you know, you have to have your team work on them first and then come in and talk to you and deliver, uh, you know, at least some guidelines about where you should go and what direction you should be going in with the conversation. Yeah, you're right. They are a very good, um, they're a very good direction to give you some intel on like, Hey, you know what? You should hit, you should go right to the point on this one, or you should spend a little more time making comfort, right? Cause she's a nervous wreck right now and she's grabbing yeah, her neck and doing all the things yeah. that makes, makes you think, um, Gandhi, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think one thing also resonates is, uh, you know, I always, and whenever I leave a console, I always tell people whether they decide to enroll or not, that I am a resource to you. You came here. I will be a resource to you no matter what, you know, if any questions come up. And I think that people appreciate that because they know that they're just not, they're not just a number. They actually, we actually care about what their, mm-hmm. what their goals are, what they want and that we can offer them what they want. Uh, and so they don't always say yes at, at the first go, but I have a lot of people that come back after six months or a year, mm-hmm. or a year and a half. And they've like, you know what? I really like you and let's do it. And then there's no questions asked. They, they, they're ready to go. Yeah. You met them where they were, right? Because if you look at where people are in their decision tree or their thought process or the, you know, or where they're ready or not, like you meet them at where they are and maybe they're just in fact finding mode and they're not ready to quote unquote purchase or do anything 
Um, right. And so that is great. And people can feel that, right. I always say you can sense desperation before it even gets to you. Meaning if someone's trying to sell you a car, you're running away from them. And sometimes dentists make that problem of like, I'm going to sell, I need to, I'm going to sell this full mouth case or, or, you know, enroll a full mouth case. And, 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 and it seems like when you really are wanting and, and desperate to do it for all the wrong reasons, people can sniff that out. And then those, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, doesn't happen is what I'm trying to say, but when you, when you're good and you walk in with swagger and you're coming from an authentic place of saying like, Mrs. Jones, this is going to be a massive life benefit to you. Um, yeah, I think it, it just keeps enrolling and that's why you guys continue to just enroll massively. Um, so I wanted to keep some, rather than going down the whole, the reason I kind of laid out that, that quasi outline in the beginning was simply so that we don't, so we're not going all over the place because Craig and I sometimes get on these tributaries and all over the place. And because there's four of us on, I want to kind of walk through. So we've kind of covered off on, we're going to go through kind of the patient life cycle, if you will. And so we've kind of covered off on the, the, the offline uh, and the online. I keep saying that we're covered off on the online perspective. So now we've, we've, um, we've enrolled them to come in. They're coming in as a new patient. They know they need more comprehensive work. So Gandhi, you are kind of the, the photo expert at the office. Um, you guys are all really in your own right, but I know Gandhi, you just alluded to the fact that you take you, you teach courses on this. Mm-hmm. So talk about the importance. And, and now this is where I want all y'all to jump in. Talk about the importance of the photos and not only her record, but kind of some digital records and simulations and using tech to your advantage, even from a records aggregation standpoint. Right. So one of the things that I got, that I was instilled with this, you know, thought process was from residency. It was a document everything that you do. And as dentists, sometimes we don't document enough. We, we barely document with x-rays. Um, most of the time when you have to send something to insurances and whatnot, they want to see photos or you have to, you have to basically prove, you know, for that patient to get their coupon discount on whatever treatment you're doing. Um, you, you have to show what's going on. And so not only, you know, is that beneficial, you know, for other purposes, but just me documenting one case start to finish will allow me to show that to every other patient if I have to, so that they know exactly what the process is. Like, you know, oh my gosh, you're going to, you want to do veneers? Like how much are you, how much of my tooth are you going to shave down? What, what's going to happen? What's this going to look like? What's this going to feel like? So by showing them photos, they can see it immediately. And then, you know, that also, it also goes for like, not every person's going to get the same treatment. So if you document everything that you do and you become, that becomes like the norm, then you have, you'll, before you know it, you'll have a whole database of images. And if you take videos too, you can do that, but it also helps. Not only does that help for you to, you know, translate that to the patient, but it'll help you show your team members. It'll help you in training. It'll help you in lab communication. It'll help you in every aspect of what you Yeah. Do. Hey, think about that. Yes. From an insurance standpoint, if they want to use the, the, I like how you called it the coupon. Cause that's sometimes what insurance can offer is like, yeah, here's your discount of what your insurance pays. Um, but yes, you're right. Um, it can then establish it from a consultation. Like it gives you the, that authority, which is what people need to see. Like, have you been there and done that? And the answer is yes. And look at all these. And these are my cases and these are step-by-step. And then, and then also in just your, your awareness, creating that at scale, within your, meaning the, the website uh, of just kind of like the afters. And that's what I want you to talk about too, is, is using photography 
not only from the things we just talked about, but also getting to the benefit, right? The before and the after, which is where I think that is the, the, the money shot, so to speak. Yeah. So what's crazy. And I, you know, when I first joined Land Dental Spa, it's kind of when I started doing my own branding on social media, as far as just me as a dentist. Mm -hmm. And it's insane how much, you know, I, I, I just from documenting everything that I've done, I don't, I'm not going and trying to, and this is something Gary Vee always used to say, he's like, don't create, just document. It'll make Mm -hmm. your life so much easier. So I have all these cases that I can share. And it's just, when I post something, it's just, it's, here's a case that we did. This is what happened. This is, you know, these are the challenges. This is, this is what we're able to achieve. uh, And this is it. And so now I actually get consults through social media. And they'll come in and they'll say, oh, I saw your case here. I saw this from your personal branding page, from the personal branding That's page crazy. or even through Atlanta. Dental which is mainly geared towards dentists, which Craig and I talk about this a lot. We always say there's dental porn sites and, and, or dental porn channels where it's like, look at all, look at these crazy preps and this jaw that I took off. Like Curry, you have your own clinical pages like Gandhi um, and where you guys post. And it always says, I always know you guys are posting stuff because it says graphic stuff. It's blurred out on Instagram. <laughs> I can never see it until I hit that button. Um, so I know it's and about to be like, where you have like a jaw. Yeah. And then I'm like, Ooh, good. So, so, so the jaw on the table. Interesting. Enough, enough, as, as my, much as my, that is for, as much as that is for kind of our education angle, there, there are those like one in 15, one in 20 consults that come in because of that page. No way. Like I had one, I had one a week ago that, uh, that he was just like, dude, I saw all the crazy stuff on your thing. I was like, maybe that's for like, after you've gone through it, you know, that's more of like an educational thing. He's like, no, I got to know that this guy can like do it. And it looks like you can do it. This, that was wild. Like you got to be the guy kind of thing. Um, and I've had a few of those and I've like one, one lady who I've now done hybrid dentures on and everything. She is like my biggest online fan. Like if I post something, Brandy's going to comment. Like on your dental channel, on your dental, yeah, um, awesome. like on your, you know, let's call it your clinical uh, yeah, on my clinical Instagram. She'd be like, can't wait for this to be me. Looking forward to it someday. <laughs> and then like she saved up and like we had figured out a way that where she was able to do it. She's like, can't wait for March to come. That's when my surgery is. And she was posting like, I'm doing great. Like, look at this transformation. Like you guys are going to make the best decisions of your life. Like she's like my, oh my internet troll. That's like she's awesome. there all the time, like constantly, like my cheerleader. It's awesome. I love branding yeah, for it. But there are those people that are actually like drawn to that. It's kind of like the, if you're getting your blood drawn, there's two kinds of people. You gotta look or you can't look. And it's like, <laughs> I'm a gotta look. I'm a gotta look guy. Like, I would, really? I I'm a can't look. I want to go in, right? And those people I, are gonna wanna see that kind of stuff, you know? And it really does, it, it resonates with some and it freaks out others. And that's kind of the nature of anything, I think. Yeah. Yep. I mean, God, you were gonna say something? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you actually look at my social media, it's actually geared to patients. I don't, you know, I'm not really, I, 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 I have, it's everything is in the most layman terms possible for people to understand people to use terms to Google and, under, and, and to kind of learn more, but it's geared to patients. I don't post pictures of bloody gums <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And it just, it, it, it's, it's geared to that. So it's, and it's working. I mean, I, I, I see the benefit and I get people. So, in and, so Basically, it's it's undisputed that having SLR, SLR high definition type preoperative pictures and postoperative is mandatory in in enrolling a hundred thousand dollar case. Hundred percent, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Okay, 
Yeah. Okay. And so a lot of times people try to get away with these, not a lot of times, probably not the dentist listening, but you see like, I've got an intraoral camera that takes all the pictures. I'm like, you can't see anything on that thing, but okay. If that's, if that's what you do, but you're playing at a different level. And so the, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about photography because I think that is a skill that you can take. Uh, you will keep the, your entire career and just get better and better. And it's only going to enroll more of what you like to do because you're going to focus on your photography on the stuff you like to do, right? More begets more. Well, yeah, absolutely. Especially if you use it in a way, like if you get a deep enough catalog and you do a good enough job mm. categorizing or cataloging those documents or, or photos or patients with your, with your team, like Gina is our treatment or my treatment coordinator that I work with primarily Gina and I will have like a, what I consider a targeted consult. Like if I'm, if patient's in here for an all on X consult and why are they an all on X? Is it perio? Is it missing teeth here and there? Is it bad caries? And if somebody's got 28 teeth and they've all got just massive cervical decay where they're just really non-restorable or again, it's talking about 28 root canals, 28 core and crowns, crown lengthening, blah, blah. We've got like a handful of key cases per style of tooth falling apart. And so it'd be like, okay, she's got 28 teeth full of caries. When, when I'm, when you're showing her cases, I want you to show her Vanessa, LaToya, Mark, and Sue. And it's like, we mm-hmm. have patients that had those indications previously. From your own like way. card catalog, so to speak. Right. That's right. amazing. And all people that who have signed off on being models or whatever, like to allow us to use their, their face or, or at least like we've got really good, start to finish before and after is to be like, that looks just like me. That also looks just like me. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. All these people look just like mm-hmm. me and look at all of your end results. Like bang, 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 bang. Like, Oh my God, this, I'm in the right spot. You, you guys fix people like me, you know, and mm-hmm. it's not just like, look at all the crazy stuff we can do. None of those things apply except these three, like just showing those three start there and be like, this place specializes in me, yeah. you know, <laughs> They just in cases just like mine all the time. Bold enough, and so so often, so often you'll have patients that I mean, you can talk to your blue in the face, but if they can't see it, they're just not going to get it. You have to have those visual cues, the visual, the the adjuncts that they're going to be able to relate to and actually be able to understand that this is this is indeed what we're talking about. I mean, it's easy to to get into the the habit of talking dental speak which, you know, obviously your patients are not going to be able to grasp. Um, and that's part of the, the also the, the art of actually talking to your patients is making sure that yes. you're talking on their level and not talking over them. But if you have the visual cues, yep. if you have the visual uh, adjuncts, then you're going to be able to, re- it's going to resonate a lot better for your patients and they're going to understand exactly where you're coming from and why you're, why you're giving them the options that you're giving them. Um, other times it'll just completely, they'll just glaze over. It'll just go over their heads. Like you were talking about before Pete about talking your way out of treatment. If you talk too much, it right. doesn't work. It, it sometimes just, well, I always tell our pain. team and Gandhi, I don't know if I already said, said this on the podcast, but if someone's called you and then decide to show up at your office, they've already decided that they'd like to use you for treatment. It's your job to talk them out of it. And sometimes we do that by talking, you know, they're, they're only waiting for an excuse to kind of not do it. And maybe that's a horrible way of communicating it, but like they've already pretty much decided they want to use you. You have to kind of step up to that challenge mm-hmm. and, and, and take care of it. Gandhi, what were you going to say? Um, oh no, I was, I was going to say that I've actually got card cataloged uh, anterior veneer aesthetics. So it's almost like perfect. patients. Come how many like, times do natural? Huh? How many times do you guys walk into an, a, a, and I always say this from summit stage, like 
get an iPad, even if you're not going to use it, just walk in because I think it looks high tech where you're almost saying I'm ready to go. And it, I almost saw like a correlation being like, oh, this is a modern dentist. He just walked in with an iPad, <laughs> right? Like what? And, yeah, you know, obviously you want to have something on that iPad, but even if you don't, like, I think it's pretty cool just to walk in. If my doctor walks in with an iPad, I'll be like, damn, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Even if I don't have anything dental on there, but, yeah. but you guys obviously are armed and ready from a card catalog perspective because you enjoyed the process. You know, you, you've, you've, you do your own photography and you've gotten ready for being able to explain the case that you did previously. So that's part of the setup. So we'll talk about that in photos, talk about other records that are, are done. Um, obviously we used to do all polyvinyl, uh, PVS impressions to do stuff like that. Now that's converted into all, yeah, I'll let you guys go all right, tarot stuff, but, um, yeah, digital scans. So yeah. we're able to do, we're able to get faster turnarounds too, when we're able to digitally scan people, but we're also able to show them their teeth. Preoperatively, the right? Like you're doing pre-op. pre -op. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah. And it's so what is that version what? of an impression? It's, it's like the what? the iPad version of an impression. There you right. go. Like yes. We, we and there is some wow factor anyway. in that. A hundred percent. Getting also, away from wow, the analog. I didn't pull out your periodontal involved teeth. You know, like getting away from analog impressions has been huge in, in, in our practice. I mean, it's been insane. I mean, just being able to pull the iTero out and get a baseline scan, even if you're not necessarily planning any sort of treatment right away, but just doing a baseline scan when a patient comes in for their new, new patient exam or comp exam, the patients literally are blown away. They're like, this by is seeing their, by seeing their, their smile up on the screen or their it's, teeth up on the screen. A hundred percent. I mean, they've never seen themselves in that way before. You Have were, you guys you ever had to use that from a doc? I mean, yes, it's, it's wow. And it's tech, but I think there's a, there's a, du you know, a duplicate benefit to saying like from a documentation standpoint, it's far superior. I'm guessing from a, medical legal standpoint of saying like, look at this scan. Like there's no denying where it was when we started. hundred mm -hmm. percent. I mean, yeah, versus, I a P versus a PBS yeah. where it's like, well, you can't really tell what's there. Right. Yeah. Creesman and I had an awesome case where it was a great full mouth rehab. There were implants, extractions, veneers, opening video, like all these bells and whistles involved. And it went great, but she had a very challenging starting point. And it went so great that at the end, she could see, she hated a couple of things and they were the only things that we hadn't touched. And it was like, and she started blaming us for how bad something looked that we hadn't, that was like one of the only three teeth that we hadn't addressed or whatever, <laughs> oh because, yeah. and, and so I had to pull it and it was this three-dimensional scan that helped me because it showed in three dimensions where her gingival margins was because she was like a very nitpicky person about like, she was noticing like the zenith on her veneers were slightly different here and there. And so that allowed me to show her from different angles. That's where you started. And like, we actually didn't mess with that at all. Now all of these look awesome. And so you're all of a sudden putting awesome next to mediocre. It wasn't necessarily wrong. It was healthy and it didn't indicate treatment and you didn't want to add on those last three veneers, which is going to up your bill or whatever. So we didn't touch them, but like that wasn't us lady. And, it, and it, she had to see it physically in the right. to be like, Oh, and okay. had you not oh, had she that, fire, you know, man. She, was, she was fired up about it. She was pissed. Yeah. Like she thought that we had done something incorrect or had messed her up. And we're like, that is how you walk in the door. And, and thank goodness we had that scan. Yeah. Um, so what else? So there's, there's obviously then, then from, a, I'm guessing that forms a, a nice foundation for them being able to print models. Like I know you guys are, are into 3d printing and 
all sorts of things. So keep going with kind of the, the records and the, the setting the stage for the diagnosis and the presentation, because that's going to be the next step that I want to talk to you about. I mean, I, I'm just constantly narrating what I'm doing while the patient's in the chair, just to kind of fill the void, but also to kind of use that dead air time to talk up why we're cool, you know, or where mm-hmm. they're already kind of like half like side eye on the trios as I'm going along because they can see the, and I intentionally put the laptop in a position where it's in partly their eye line and mine. So I'm, I'm able to do what I want to do, but it's, I'm watching it like hypnotized, you know, they're just sitting there like, this is cool. And then while I'm sitting there, I'm like, so remember that three-dimensional CT scan we just took? That's a three-dimensional x-ray. This is going to allow me to overlap that with this so I can see exactly what your teeth are doing, but I can also see what that looks like in relation to your bone. Dr. Creason and I can design the perfect veneer and crown and whatever for you. And then I'll work backwards to make sure the implant's in exactly the right spot. From that, I'm going to design a a guy that I'm going to 3D print here and we'll have total control over it. And we can make that implant go exactly where we want. It'll be like a bullseye, makes it super safe, super fast, very predictable. The whole time I'm scanning because I I need two minutes to get the scan. But in that two minutes, they think that we're like the, you know, starship enterprise of of (laughs) dentistry. You know, holy shit, these people are like, the whole thing's just futuristic as can be, you know, like I'm kind of like a, you know, I mean, or we could put this thing away and I can go get like a, the giant bucket of goop and like take the old impression if you prefer like to feel like you're at home and they're like, oh God, no, I hate that. Like never again. That was just so great, you know? So it's just like a little bit of banter, which is already idle time is a major sales pitch. And they just walk out thinking that we're like tooth Jedis, not just dentists, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's huge value yeah. in, in thinking that uh, them understanding that we've already got this flow and it's all super high tech and therefore accurate and therefore safe and therefore predictable and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it's not hard to. So obviously you guys are big fan and you, and we didn't even talk about the record standpoint from the CT. You guys are big fans of that. What would you say? I'm going to go real granular for a second. What would you say would be the ideal if someone's on the, on the, on the edge and, and hasn't pulled trigger a, an ideal uh, field size and B um, kind of any brands that you like, obviously one that we have and not don't give actually don't talk about the brands who cares, but talk about the field size. I'd say a minimum of eight by six centimeters, which is going to be at least a full arch. Like okay. if, you're, if you're not even sure you need a CT, you're not doing dual arch hybrid surgeries. Right. You don't need that level of price point, but you, you should do a full jaw so that you can make a full jaw diagnosis or treatment plan. You know, like if you're having a tiny field, that's not really going to be that beneficial other than a diagnostic, not necessarily a planning situation. And so if you use it a little bit, you'll use it a lot and it will open doors immediately. So if you buy the smallest thing, you're not going to be able to open many doors. You're going to wish you had mm. bought a bigger thing. And the, the price difference between the tiny field to a pretty medium to large size field, not very big. Uh, going up to like a full head and everything, that's certainly going to change the price tag if you go all bells and whistles. But you need to be able to offer a service to the patient such as like, hey, I've diagnosed that you are a candidate for X, Y, or Z. Even if they're, you're not doing it, you, you've helped enroll that bigger treatment plan and you can give them a CD or give them a jump drive to take to the oral surgeon to do that surgery. Let me save you 500 bucks. Here's a, here's a CT. Just take this with you to the consult. And, you know, like that way, like it'll, it'll save you some consult fee and we can get this thing rolling. You're already at a, in a better spot. Or like, if I'm trying yeah. to get out of doing the treatment, if I see something that's like, oh God, that's going to be just a freaking nightmare, <laughs> then I can give away that CT for free, but like it's actually diagnostic and helpful. So the surgeon can use it. Right. So don't charge them 500 bucks, you know? Uh, but yeah, you got to have a big enough deal to see at least one. Yeah. Job. I can, I can shed some light on it. So 
I got the old dinosaur CT scan. Yeah. Do <laughs> you mean the old, the old digital dinosaur one? Do you the mean the one that was probably dinosaur. only like six years old? Okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> so in, in Highlands, so I got the hand-me-down from Buckhead. So uh-huh. I was rolling in with an eight by eight and always, you know, it was a good machine when it worked, uh, but it had its, it had its, you know, it was a little bit finicky at times. And I will tell you that now that we have a, a the new the new machine that's got a nine by eleven field. You can you can say the name if you want. I don't. I mean, I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, but we it's a bigger field, better software, um, and we're not only are we scanning more patients because it's easy to scan. We're also diagnosing more treatment. We're doing accurate diagnosis. We're um, and yeah, like Curry said, we're able to give the patients the discs we need to send them. But I'm also able to, for me, like I like to do multidisciplinary. And, and for me, I don't always want to do soup to nuts for every patient. I mm. like to share some of my patients and, and, and like Curry is a fantastic surgeon closest to me. So I like to refer patients to him. He can do the surgery for that patient. I do the restorative for that patient but we're able to take solid quality records and we're able to share those with each other. And, you know, it's a win-win. Yeah. I want to get some context to what you're saying too, because the, there's four locations, obviously land dental spa is four locations, which many of you on the podcast know. So Gandhi runs point at Virginia Highlands um, as the operating partner, uh, Dr. Curry at Buckhead and Dr. Hamilton is at the, uh, the brand new shiny penny up in John's Creek. <laughs> and so that's where the collaboration. So the, the two offices are only separated by about what, eight miles of the crow flies. It, it feels longer when you're driving it in Atlanta, but it's uh you're not too, you, you guys so are the Buckhead closest, you guys are the closest yeah. office Buckhead to each Highlands other. Isn't that far. Mm-hmm. Buckhead and Highlands it's about like three close. miles. Yeah. Three miles. for Buckhead to yeah. Highlands. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's quite close. It's just, there's just a lot of this going around. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's not a very straight <laughs> linear approach. But it makes it to where, you know, I don't have to redo a consult. Gandhi will just drop box me his CT in real time. I can do a quick consult because I can just pop it up and, and be like, hey, do you want to do this? Look at it real fast. Yeah, I can totally do that. Send her up here or get the trios, get the whatever. Wow. And they, they can swing by if they want to meet me ahead of time. Or I can call them at home and chat for a second. And then they just come straight into game day kind of thing. But even if you're not doing the big stuff, if you're doing any endo, if you're doing occasional like wisdom tooth extractions, like you really should be having you should have a cp in, near at hand like this right here is literally a case that i reviewed this morning i spoke to an attorney i'm an expert witness in a, in a handful of cases right now and the underlying thing is absolutely on every single one of them these people's records suck like they just did mm, not yeah. um, this guy right here placed four implants didn't take a cp ahead of hand ahead of time he honestly probably did a perfectly good job the patient had a really bad medical history and it was really likely to fail it failed and he took a post-operative CT scan. And I was like, well, if you had access to a post-operative one, why the hell mm-hmm. did you take a pre-operative one? And it's like, I'm not going to yeah. be your expert witness in this case. That dude's dead in the water. Like, right. of course he should have taken a CT scan. The guy's mm-hmm. like, that's what everybody keeps telling me. Like, good luck. I'm out. Yeah. You know? It's pretty much, if, if you're going to pick up a scalpel, you need to, it's the standard of care to take a CT scan. I, totally I mean, agree. and endo at this point too, I think, honestly, right. with like True. molar endo, at least. I think that's the standard. Of this the good news is the price point is coming way down, right? Mm-hmm. Where obviously oh, it, it's being demonetized where it's, it's, you know, there's, there's, it, the, the, it's a race to the bottom. Technology is getting better, faster and easier mm-hmm. to acquire. Um, and so, you're, and you're taking, you're able to take your traditional panorexes with the same machine. Yeah, so right. there's no, the there's machine, no reason right. not to. Great yeah. limiting step. 
Mm-hmm. It's a rate. It's the rate limiting step. step. It can you're, right, so you're 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 cock blocking yourself if you don't get one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, and you're 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 saying you're holding yourself back from maybe you do not want it now, Hamilton, or feel like you don't need it now, but you kind of um, but it opens your field. No pun intended to what you could do down the way is what I what well, I'm hearing you say. Is it's, that- it's and, all, and, and, it's, and it's a safeguard because I mean you need if you if you're not able to visualize all these fields appropriately you don't know what you're getting yourself into. If you do know, you're going to know when to punt. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are some things you're not going to be comfortable doing. And if you're not working within the scope of what you're comfortable with, you should not be doing it. If there's somebody that can do something better than you, you need to send them off. This is one of the only tools that you can utilize that will actually give you that information. Yeah. And, and if you can't do it, bring someone on your team that can. And, Mm -hmm. and, and if you're looking to grow, if you want growth around you, you want to be, and, and so it's like, this is a, this is a great, this is well, that's a good example. Honestly. I mean, that's the reason why like Curry was brought on in, in, in the early days. Cause like, I don't know surgery, you know, I didn't want to do surgery. I, I just what? acknowledged that I don't even want to watch blood being taken. So like, yeah, yeah, that looks gross to me. Right. But like, this is where he lives. And so I was like, we need to get that because if I ever got into surgery, I actually did an implant case. And I mean, I'm sorry, implant course. And thank God I didn't ever do any implants, <laughs> but um, but like I had intentions, I was like, well, I need to do this because everyone's belly aching about having to go somewhere else. And like, you know, and so to your point, Gandhi, if you're, if it, if it's not something you're, you're super strong at, like divide and conquer and, and bring that person onto your team. Yeah. <clears throat> you'll, you'll get the rare argument from some very risk averse dentist that if you take anything in three dimensions, like anything in that field, you should have evaluated at the level of a radiologist and like, I don't want to take, I don't want to take CT scans because if I miss pathology and they die of oral cancer, they're all going to sue me kind of thing. Right. That's, that's a thing that some people will get really hung up on. And I understand that, but at the same time, if you actually wanted to put in any effort in creating a little system on that, most dental schools in the nation will accept and plenty of private practice ones, but I'm going dental school because if they're that worried about risk, they're also going to be cheap. And so if you, <laughs> if you call the radiology department at any dental school and say like, hey, can I set up an online account and have one of your radiologists review my CT scans? I'm like, sure. And it's a Dropbox or portal situation. that's very easy. It's usually like 75 to 100 bucks for a, mm-hmm. a radiologist to give a full on radiology report on any CT you send. No them, way. And, which we do occasionally yeah. when we have any kind of pathology stuff or any mm-hmm. concerns, but we're a little more trained on looking at CT scans, but only because we put in a little bit of effort. Like if you buy a CT scan and you put in a little bit of effort and like receive their training, you'll be able to do a perfectly good job at at evaluating it. It's just a stack of two dimensional x-rays. Like we all know how to look at x-rays. But that's, that's the counter argument. If anybody's like, I don't want one because I don't want to be responsible for like missing something. It's like pay 75 bucks, build it into the fee. Most people charge $500 for a CT. We don't, we charge a lot cheaper because I don't want that to be a barrier or Mm -hmm. whatever. But if you charge 400 bucks, and 75% or $75 of that is to pay, you know, Dr. Callis Engel at MCG to read your thing. Like she'll do a great job. You'll get a report in like three days. You're doing a super good job of being a thorough dentist. Now you went from being like a total head in the sand guy to I've got every I mm-hmm. dotted and T crossed like above and beyond diagnosis and super covered my ass. And as far as medical legal situation goes, so everything in the CT world is now accessible and affordable. And it's kind of inexcusable if you don't have it once it's too late. Okay, tune in next time to where we're going to continue this of part two of this podcast. We're going to go even deeper into some of the presentation technology and even get the recommendations that these docs have used uh, from a continuing education process to get to where they are. So tune in next time and I hope you all have a great rest of the day.